Hey, you're listening to Just Say the Word. I'm your host, Erin Sanchez, and this is a storytelling podcast. In every episode, you'll hear a story from me or my guests from around the world. Then we'll encapsulate a key lesson from that story in just one word you can apply in your own life or business. If you're an entrepreneur looking to get inspired and make your mark on the world, you're in the right place. Your story is your legacy, and I want to help you tell it better. Visit candidlyerin.com for more writing, communications, and personal branding advice. Today, we have Christine Hansen from sleeplikeaboss.com, which, by the way, I love that name. Absolutely love it. <laughs> um, she is a sleep coach. She's the CEO and founder of Sleep Like a Boss. And if you don't follow her on all of her social media, um, we'll get to where you can find her, but you absolutely need to. She shares the most amazing content. I consume every video that I see come across <laughs> my feed. <laughs> if you have trouble sleeping, you need to go um, visit Christine's, all of her channels. So thank you so much for taking time, Christine, to be on today. Absolutely. It's my absolute pleasure, Erin. Thank you. Um, I loved meeting you in person as well, which is just the beauty of this online uh, business world, right? You're on the yeah. other side of the world from me, and we actually got to sync up in San Diego, so that was pretty awesome. Exactly. I love this, you know, because it's it's not weird. It's like literally seeing old friends that you've known for a very long time. So, <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. It's good to Yeah, keep- no. It was it was like I already knew you when I got there just because I did exactly. video. Yeah, so it's wonderful. Um, so we chatted a bit the other day about this past sort of 12 months in your business. And that's like your fourth year in business, right? Mm-hmm. And you were telling me kind of how it's been, a, I don't know if pivotal kind of time is the right word. But well, not it has been for sure, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to share that story with our listeners, because I think that it's just, it's something that resonated with me. And I know it resonates with um, other people that I've talked to. And it, and it kind of goes back to this whole online community as well. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about what's been kind of different for you in this past year of business. Yeah. So I think when I started out, you do what, you know, you consume so much content on how to market, how to, you know, create your opt-ins, do your copy, all of that kind of stuff. And all of that is important, but I think something that you underestimate, especially if you are a service provider um, and if you are the person behind your company is that is the personal development factor. And I also think I'm, I wasn't necessarily ready for it because I didn't really know that I needed it. And until I actually started to really, really dive into what was happening and the reason why that happened, it's, I don't believe in coincidence. I really believe in serendipity, but what happened was that one day my husband usually did it in a way that he would pay our mortgage and then we would pay all our bills after that. And one month he did the reverse because he thought the mortgage had already gone off our account. And so um, because he had already paid the bills, the mortgage couldn't go off because there wasn't enough money in our account, in our checking account. Mm -hmm. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, this is not happening. Um, I would never want to be in that situation ever again. It really freaked me out. And so I hired a financial coach and it was actually through her that this whole journey kind of changed again I think I was ready for it too I was really ready to 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 dive in and to see what is happening because I've done a lot of masterminds and had coaches before and 
it never really clicked. Um, but when I worked with her, well, first of all, it really helped for me to know my numbers and mm -hmm. to really know what life actually costs. And so it made it a lot easier for me to be ready to raise my prices because I was like, I need to make a living. This is not a hobby. I need to make money and I want a certain lifestyle. So that was super important. And then I, a couple of things happened. One of the things that she suggested was for me to read a book that I have recommended so many times, but it's by Margaret Lynch and it's called Tapping into Wealth. And it's based on emotional freedom technique, which is tapping meridian zones basically while you are going through different scripts. But what she does is she's going through different blocks that you might have for money. And so many of those, I had no idea, but I did have them. And it also really dives into your personal development and it was life-changing for me. So that made a huge, huge difference. And then I also joined another mastermind, which I did more for copywriting, but in the end, it, I met people who I needed to meet exactly at that same, at the right time. And I really dove into quantum physics. And at the end of it, what happened was that I really, really started to see myself again, to find myself again, to actually prioritize what my thoughts were versus what I've been taught or versus what my parents taught me or society taught me or my teachers taught me or even my husband taught me, my husband at that time. And I really discovered what my values were. And I really learned to live my life according to those values, which made everything so much easier because I didn't have to compromise and everything I did was aligned. And suddenly my business took off because I was me. And it's interesting because people saw that. I, I did a photo shoot where I was completely me for the first time, also introducing some sexiness, which I hadn't done before, you know, and being woman and being smart and being, you know, loving money, you know, all of these things mm -hmm. about me. I started to show them and people could really see this. And a side effect though, is that you change, right? And not everyone is going to change with you. So in the end, I actually left my husband because we just, it didn't work. I was not me. And it's not that it happened from one day to the next, but it's just, there was too many factors where, you know, whenever I wanted to fly, my wings would be clipped, you know, and not, mm -hmm. not on purpose, not be, he's the best guy ever. And he's the best ex-husband I could ever ask for. <laughs> um, really. And we get along really well and parent our daughter together, but it's just, it just, it, I couldn't, I really, and I didn't want to, you know, compromise that much, but it's also in my circle of friends, you know, where I just changed so much and the connections, the new connections that I've made have been, I don't know, more pure in a way, because the people who got to meet me now got to meet me in a very mm -hmm. honest way, exactly the way that I am and who I am. So, and that's what we talked about last time a little bit. It's, it's liberating, it's super powerful, but it's also a little bit isolating because you can never go back. You, right. It's like that taste of freedom, having to go back into a cage, which is, you know, fitting into a box that other people like, you, you just can't do that anymore. And um, so it's not always easy. Um, it's been very, very good for my business. It's been yeah. very good for me as a coach um, because I see what other people go through because I was stuck in that box that wasn't me and I'm helping them to find their own freedom, whatever that means for them. 
And um, I can see through their bullshit very quickly because I had the same excuses and I had the same train of thought. And so it's been amazing for me in terms of business and happiness, which I think go together. But it's been, um, it's not always been easy, you know. Yeah, no, I love that story because, well, we didn't even go that deep into everything. So I didn't realize that this all happened about like that there was that that it's like a year. It's crazy. Yeah. I just got, um, <laughs> we, we started to use um, YNAB. You need a budget. It's an app to help you budget your money and to get control of your money. And I just got the subscription reminder. So <laughs> in like a year. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hello. That's, that's so funny. No, and I think that's around the time I met you because, well, yeah. online, because I remember you changing your, um, profile picture to one of those one of those sexy pictures you were talking about because I remember thinking dang I loved that (laughs) I loved that shoot but it was really night and day kind of from like the picture I had seen before yeah no it's been completely different and it's it's been me channeling myself in a very new way and unapologetic um and daring to bring that persona into my business and it's um and it's funny because you would think that maybe it would be more attractive to men than to women it's not it's it's because it's me it's just authentic me so it's uh, yeah but that picture those pictures got a lot of reactions (laughs) all positive positive. (laughs) yeah no I I think they're wonderful and I remember talking to you in San Diego at social media marketing world and we were talking about doing a photo shoot with Gladdy, who I was there with, um, out in the desert. And you were like, no, no, <laughs> that's not my brand at all. No. Like, I need, like, my, it's you know, too hot. <laughs> I'd be sweaty. There's no way I'm somewhere with air conditioning, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Um, no, that's so, that's so amazing and inspiring that it really happened for you from like, what a transformation from not having the money in your account to pay the mortgage to what you're doing now. That's mm-hmm. just so inspiring so thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. level of detail and also you know I wanted to talk about this you know separation from your husband um, Mm -hmm. because I think what you're touching on is so interesting from I worked with a coach one time that she asked me if I was a judgmental person and I was like no you know I'm very open you know open-minded and I like to give people grace and all of this and she said but do you judge yourself (laughs) and I was like smack in the face right because Mm -hmm. it was like oh wow yes I do like who do I show do I actually show up authentically like you're talking about and the answer was no because I was very judgmental of myself and what people might think of me so I was projecting those judgments right like Mm -hmm. that or kind of imagining them. Like maybe people aren't even judging me that way. I'm just assuming they will. Totally. And so it's been a journey for me from that one, you know, comment to that one question to really embrace, you know, the things that make me, me, like you're talking about. And it does shift like who is in your circle and you have to slowly kind of build a new social circle based on yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So, and it's not a goodbye forever. You know, I, I think it's just for a certain time. And um, it's interesting because I had dinner last week with a friend of mine, a friend I've had for ages, and it's just not jiving. Like it was awkward. It was literally mm. awkward. And I was very honest with her. And 
you know, I'm 36. We all have kids at the moment. So my daughter is five. And then a lot of my friends have the same age or a little bit younger and they all have a second child. So all they talk about is babies. And I don't like babies. I have one. I love her to bits, but she's mine and she's super special. <laughs> but I, it's just not my favorite topic to, to talk about, you know, let's talk business. I like that, you know, so it's just me. But um, you know, I was like, I, I cannot relate to that at the moment. You know, it's like, I don't want to cancel myself out, but that's not who I am right now. And you know, what I told her is it's fine. If we don't jive right now, we are going to find our way back in 10 years or 20 years, who knows, you know, when we have different interests again, but for now I need to do this. It makes me happy. It's who I am. And the only thing that I was asking of her was not to judge me, right. which I felt she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and I still think she does, which is not my problem in the end. Um, it's just still painful and it's still, it, it's like, I wasn't happy by the end of it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't judge anyone. Like, even if I don't get it, if it's their choice, it's fine. Live your life. I'm so happy for you. I won't judge them. So it's hard sometimes, you know. Oh God, kitten fell off the table. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> no worries. Um, I've got my dogs in here too, so it could be a circus at any moment. You know, doorbell goes <laughs> off and it's over. <laughs> no, I I completely understand that, and I I actually think that's amazing of you and brave in a way to be able to tell somebody that because a lot of us just avoid conflict right we avoid talking about what we're really feeling so we don't you know alienate somebody or hurt their feelings and in the end um you know I've been called selfish for expressing this this thought but it's like in the end we do have to take care of ourselves oh yeah absolutely and it's not selfish we were born on our own you know we came into this world yes through our mothers and fathers but we are on our own it's just Mm -hmm. us whatever we do it's always just us you know so and the thing is when you do become your person the people that you inspire it's priceless and I think something else you know when we circle back to the beginning of this interview where we said when we met it was like we were old friends I think a lot of people who aren't necessarily in the online space don't get that, you know, but yeah. I think if you, I've always been in the online space, like before it was ICQ and AOL messenger and MySpace and what else did we have, you know, chat rooms. And, um, that was something I always loved and I always had connections that way. But I think for other people, it's, it's not the way they like to connect. So I also think some people really don't understand that you can genuinely find, soulmates and you know i call them fellow zebras if you are a zebra in the world you know (laughs) you can find your zebra tribe online and when you meet each other it's just like you haven't seen each other in a while but it's very very real so i think that's also making a difference that sometimes people think well you're sacrificing all your old friendships but in the end you know either you'll wait for me and we'll match up again or we won't and it's fine you know (laughs) Yeah, I think it's no, I, yeah, I, I read an article and I'm going to totally butcher the story because it's been a while and I don't remember. <laughs> I do this all the time. So that's why I don't try to tell jokes, but um, it, it was a story about, uh, I think it was written from the, the dad's perspective and he had lost his son and his son was um, disabled in some way or he had a chronic illness. I can't remember exactly, but the son was very deep in the online gaming world and 
you know, the, the dad and the family had been like, you know, get off of that computer and spend time, you know, in the real world. <laughs> yeah, but with real people. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But it wasn't until the son's passing and this huge um, community, <clears throat> excuse me, from the gaming world came to, came out, you know, came yeah. together and said, wow, he was our friend, you know, he meant so much to us. And the dad, I mean, it was a really, um, like I was crying, you know, through this article because the dad realized it is the real world. He does have friends. He meant so much to all these people. And so I just, it, it kind of changed my view a little bit too, because you, you still refer to it as like, you know, oh, in, in the real world or in real life, but it, it's, it's not, this is real life, you know, um, all the way back to when we had, like you said, GeoCities and Angel Fire and all those, you know, websites and chat rooms. So that's no, I totally a- agree. I, I agree. Like, obviously, you cannot isolate yourself completely. But no. I find if you are an online entrepreneur, especially, or even any entrepreneur, you kind of, you you will become different. You will develop, you will ask yourself questions that you've never asked yourself before. And you will transform. And you will not be the same person. And that's Absolutely. totally okay. I never seen anyone... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. It's, it's great. That scared the shit out of him. Hopefully he will stay out of that box forever now. <laughs> what is it with cats in boxes? I will never know. I know the kittens. They're like three months old, like literally just jumping around. But so um, yeah, I, I mean, you, you will transform. I haven't seen many people who transformed badly. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least not at the first stage, <laughs> you know, some of them get greedy and their ego just blows up. But I think um, the first stage to finding yourself is always a very honest one and it's the most difficult one. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's a really beautiful way to put it. And I know when we were talking um, last week, I think it was, you mentioned the word lonely and I want to mm-hmm. kind of dive into that a little bit. Um, so loneliness is defined as feeling sad and unhappy about being socially isolated. And I have some opinions about that definition, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, what, I guess what, you know, was your experience? So you've described like this um, kind of shifting of your mm-hmm. social circle and your husband, but what was kind of like the ultimate, like, you know, you felt lonely when kind of, when did that happen? And then what did you start doing to kind of pull yourself or maybe you're still there? I don't know. I think it's still happening in regular intervals from time Mm. to time. Um, You know, now I live on my own again. I love it. I absolutely (laughs) love it. And I don't think I'll ever move back in with anyone full time. Like, I'm sure Mm. I'll have a new partner at some point, but I'm for sure never going to give up my bachelor pad. Um, (laughs) So that's what I got kittens, right? I'm like, I don't want another person, but I want kittens because I don't, I've never lived on my own. I always had pets, really. So, and I think those moments can get lonely. And I also think that if you are really on your own in your business, it's hard because you have to take decisions that you need to bounce off people. And the way that I dealt with it was either that I joined masterminds. And right now I literally don't have the bandwidth to cope with other people's problems, which (laughs) I love masterminds sometimes. And they're super valuable, but I I feel like right now I've had a, a great, but also tough year um, I wouldn't be a great giver, so it wouldn't be fair, but then I hire someone like I pay people, which is totally fine. Yeah. 
So I work with different coaches. I have two coaches at the moment. I have one coach who helps me more emotionally, I would say, who I work with in the quantum field, which means that our sessions start with kinesiology where we check on, okay, what's bugging you? And then we go into where is that coming from? What kind of belief is sabotaging you right now? And then we go into the quantum field and change it, which is awesome. I don't know how she does it, but it works. So I check in with her once a month. And then I also have a business consultant, I would rather say, than coach. Um, So with her, it's similar. We meet twice a month for 30 minutes. And it's just to make sure that we met for kickoff session, which was an hour and a half, just to discuss goals, have some strategy idea what I want to do. And then twice a month, I just tell her what I've been doing, bounce off ideas and get her feedback. So she's been in business for 10 years successfully. I like her a lot. And it's different. The funny thing is it's different when money exchanges hands. I also have a business bestie, which is Kendra Perry, and we vent and talk all the time. Um, it's also different like professionally if you have someone looking at it and you have this professional relationship. So I sometimes buy <laughs> my solutions, mm-hmm. but I also have a new circle of friends. So I will just be like, okay, do you want to have a drink or I want to have a spa weekend? When do you have time? And in next week, an, a friend from the Netherlands is coming by just to spend a couple of days with me just to have a spa day and just chill out and talk business and just talk boys and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how I do it. But the loneliness still comes sometimes when you have no plans in the evening, you know, and then yeah. it happens. And uh, Or when I have to babysit, which sounds horrible, but my daughter mainly lives with my ex-husband. And um, so when I have her, I obviously don't go out. So she's sleeping and I'm super happy that she's there, but that's also sometimes tough, you know, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which comes with parenting, right. but you know, some people love it and some for me, it's just not the most natural thing in the world to do, which is fine too. Right. Anyway. So um, yeah, I think sometimes you have to go with it and I think it will also tell you what you're missing and it will tell you what to look forward to, you know, because you'll find it again. And I always just have to remind myself that I'm not in a hurry and that I won't compromise anymore, you know? So let's say if I'm lonely because I don't have a partner, I would never compromise on a partner just because I'm lonely, you know? So it's, and I think that's a good reminder sometimes. That is a great reminder. And I think um, a lot of people could use that reminder. (laughs) No, that is, that's so true. And I'm curious because you, uh, we talked about Netflix last time. Do you, do you find yourself like turning the TV on when it's like just for noise for some company? I'm just curious because, okay. All the time, all the time. I've always watched TV. Like when I was little, I watched proportionally a lot more TV than my friends did. So I'm amazing in 90s trivia or late 80s <laughs> trivia, like the Night Rider, the A-Team, Baywatch, you name it. I know yeah. everything. So, and it didn't make me a stupid person. So I still no. love TV. I absolutely yeah. love Netflix. I love thrillers. I love rom-coms. I love Vampire Diaries, you know, like I really watch all across, all across different niches. And I don't... S- see it as escapism it does in a way it helps me to switch off it helps me to tap into different areas of my brain 
like suspense or you know crying because something is so sad or so beautiful so I feel it helps me to tap into those sensations to make me feel alive in a way mm-hmm. um because you don't necessarily want the drama in your own life you know it's fine if it's on screen. yeah <laughs> so, um companionship I'm not as sure maybe because otherwise it's boring you know because <laughs> I don't want to work all the time it's not you know like I love my yeah. job but I also really like to not work but it's yeah. true that you know I got that business coach because I was starting to Netflix way too much you know mm-hmm. and I was like okay I need to get my crap together and just you know get a routine again to some extent right yeah I was just curious because I I find my so my husband leaves the house at like Four thirty or 5 in the morning because he has a long commute and then because of the commute and traffic he doesn't get home until evening or you know early evening but mm-hmm. I find myself turning the tv on just for company and I have my dogs which actually help because I have way more conversations with them than I'd like to admit <laughs> but I just I find myself turning the tv on for company and um feeling lonely and that's why I think you know and I love my husband, but um, one of the things about, you know, working from home, being an entrepreneur is it's so, even that's why I think with the definition of saying like, you're socially isolated, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think loneliness has to just be social isolation. Like lo- no. you can be lonely when you're around people too. Right? Totally. You like, people. If you don't fit in anymore, it's, it's even worse, you know, mm-hmm. because you, it's like, you know, when I talked about being with my friends who will talk about babies, I'm happy for them, believe me. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I don't like, I don't want to be here, which makes me a horrible right. person in my mind, you know, in a way. But I'm just like, not right now. Um, but it is terrible. It is, um, it's a hard, it's a hard situation to be in. But I think you just really need to be forgiving to yourself and just say, look, we all go through different phases. I'm just in a different one right now, you know, which is fine too. So, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you head out for like a half a second there. So I just wanted to um, make sure oh, we, we, no, no, that's okay. I, I think what you were saying is that you were in that situation with everyone talking about their, their kids and their babies and you still felt isolated or lonely in that you didn't want to be there. You weren't really part of that is that what just yeah exactly and it's just we're in different phases right now and it's going to match up and sync up again eventually but Mm -hmm. you are in that room and it's it's you are the zebra you know Mm -hmm. it's just it's like you just don't quite fit in so yeah yeah. And, and I'm curious if that so this and if this is too personal please tell me but so in my what I think about is my past life because it's been so many years Mm -hmm. ago now but um I was with um my boyfriend at the time I was very young we got into I mean right out of high school you know and Mm -hmm. we had an on again off again you know very dysfunctional you know post high school type of relationship Mm -hmm. and his mom told me because their parent his parents had split right and his mom told me and it stuck with me all these years she said you know they went her and her ex-husband had gone through you know all this like fighting and being at each other's throats and whatever and eventually the fighting stopped and and he thought the husband thought oh you know everything's great now good we're you know everything's smoothed Mm -hmm. out and she said it was worse for her because at that point they were living separate parallel lives in the same house. And so she felt this really deep sense of 
loneliness, even though she, she was there with somebody. And so I think it kind of goes to that, what you're talking about, you know, don't compromise just to have someone around because it's not going to fix the feeling of loneliness. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I think it's, you know, especially if you have children, they know, they know, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, you know, I know we think very often the nuclear family has to just because you're in that constellation, it's the best for the child. I don't think so, especially if you're fighting, it's not. So, um, no, for sure. I mean, you can never tell anyone what to decide in that situation. Right. Um, and you, the other thing is you trigger a lot of people. You know, me taking that decision and also saying, you know, I know exactly what kind of partner I want. I know exactly what kind of sex life I want, for example, and I won't compromise on that anymore either. Mm -hmm. It's obviously triggering a lot of people, you know, yeah. because it's like, wow, she's actually doing that. Is she judging me because I'm compromising and I'm telling <laughs> you right now, I don't. Yeah. But don't judge me either for not compromising, you know. And yeah. of course people would say it's selfish true but exactly. you're not living my life you know i am here every day in my skin in my body yeah. in my mind the only person i have to justify everything to is myself absolutely and i think it's funny because we trigger people who don't even have a stake in your yeah. decision there's no stake in the situation right like for exactly. them they just it they're turning it into they're kind of internalizing it what is what does that message say to me you know yes. or a lot of women who don't, and men too, but, you know, women seem to be more vocal about it in my social feeds anyway, they, they get very, um, what's the word, I guess they either lash out or they shut down if there's any talk around, like, you know, sexual satisfaction or mm -hmm. being, you know, really owning that you are a sexual being, and, and it's mm -hmm. like, why have we, well, I don't know about, um, where you know your background or where you're living now but here in the states i mean we're kind of still stuck in a lot of ways yeah around, no you know? yeah okay. no for yeah. sure absolutely and it's it's super important you know so yeah but not everyone's ready for it and and that's okay too but it's just again you will feel lonely because you're triggering yeah. people <laughs> exactly and if you're i guess it's so have you read renee brown's braving the wilderness no no i it's kind of now this conversation is reminding me of that because um, you should read it, but she talks about, um, you know, what is it, you know, being lonely and feeling like she didn't belong. You know, she tells stories about this, you know, childhood where her everything for her was like trying to fit in and belong. And then coming to the conclusion that sometimes you have to what she calls brave the wilderness, you know, and do do the thing that's just you even if that isolates you from people, even if people go, you know, what the hell are you doing or saying, or we don't agree with that or whatever. And so it really kind of goes to this whole, I'm just realizing this whole loneliness theme. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think you might enjoy that book. Yeah. I, I love her. Like, yeah, I absolutely love whatever she has to say. So I am yeah. sure I will. <laughs> yes. Pick it up. Cause uh, yeah, it's very much um, sort of echoing what we're talking mm -hmm. about here. Um, yeah. So uh, I appreciate you going, you know, personal and, and diving into all this. I think it's really important to share these kind of stories and messages with other people who I know personally, other people who are going through the same thing as you. And it's so interesting to see behind the scenes when people do kind of come out in these groups. I think you might be or have been in a group where somebody else said, oh yeah, me too. My husband mm -hmm. and I are separating 
for probably many of the same reasons, like you're changing as you go through this transformation. So it's not something a lot of people are super vocal about, but I think it's something that maybe a lot of people are dealing with. So I really appreciate you Mm -hmm. opening up and sharing. I'm an open book. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's genuine. It's not out of mischief. It's not because, you know, I wanted to hurt anyone. It's just what happens. And I think, you know, it's, yes, as, as we say, I, I think you can only help people when you do show them that they're not alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, thank you. I, I love it. I love this conversation. I was super excited to, I mean, we could have gone on and on last week, but I was like, okay, let's save it for, let's save it for the recording. But um, no, I appreciate it. And I appreciate your time. And I would love to give you the opportunity to share with people a little bit more about what you do, because I think it's, I mean, when I started watching your videos, it's so different than a lot of other, so just pivoting here, but it's so different from a lot of other content that I see on social media, because you see a lot of the same messaging, you see a lot of the same, I don't want to offend anyone, but it's like kind of these like empty messages that are just yeah. Right. It's all, yeah, no, for sure. I think like the self-development bucket is just being milked quite a bit. So yeah, so I obviously have my niche, niche, which is sleep. And so I'm really focusing on sleep performance and on people who can't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And um, the way that I'm unique is that really after doing research, I'm the only one in the world who works the way I do, which is really holistically saying that I work on the mind, of course, because your sleep is psychological. So we work on stress resilience, how you can't necessarily change every situation, but how you deal with it to lower stress. And it's also physical, you know, there's so many chemicals and neurons and all kinds of things that contribute to your sleep. And they are all, you know, located throughout your body. And so I focus on hormones, the thyroid in particular, food, nutrition, gut health, um, all of that kind of jazz. So I run lab tests with my clients. And so it's a beautiful mix of science and brain work. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I do that. And uh, I also take on mentees from time to time. So I'm growing a team um, because I do have a little bit more of a high-end pricing um, so mm-hmm. that I can have, you know, that I can refer people who are interested but can't afford me out to my team. So all of that's happening and growing the business a little bit. And uh, yeah, so that's what I do. And I think I talk very, very relatable. Like I don't use jargon. I just talk the way that I am. I think that's what what makes it relatable to people. Yeah, I love that. You're right. It is very relatable and it's very just down to earth, but it's also very um, educational and, and truly informative. And that's what I love about it. Because when I watch, when I actually invest the time to watch a video or read somebody's post, it better be teaching me something that I don't know. Right. And a lot of what's out there is just kind of rehashed stuff that I already know. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because I'm not in the, the whole, you know, sleep world, but I mean, I just love the way that you present something new. You answer really important questions that we're literally all thinking like, I mean, I asked, yeah, like I asked you that question, right? Like how long should I sleep in on the weekends? Because then, you know, then I'm like really tired if I sleep in too long. And it's just Mm -hmm. things that I think a lot of people struggle with on a daily basis. So I highly encourage everyone to um, (laughs) check you out and follow you. So I know you're at Mm sleeplikeaboss.com. Is there anywhere else you want to share with people that they should find more? 
People can find me pretty much everywhere. Um, the most active is Instagram, where you can find me under Sleep Like a Boss or Christine Hansen. I have a Facebook page, which is Christine Hansen, I believe, but um, the slug is Sleep Like a Boss, so you can find me there too. And then um, just email me, you know, if I have people who want to talk to me, you can email me at christine at sleeplikeaboss.com. And that's my direct access email. So don't hesitate and just, you know, just I'm very casual. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why we connected. I think when I first shared a post, I was like warning cuss words. And this is like our first interaction. And you were like, I love cuss words. I know. And it was we, like, we connected in so many things. <laughs> So no, that's great. I love it. Um, I hope that, you know, everybody goes and checks out what you do. I know you've been featured in, I'm always blown away. You're always coming back. You're like, oh, you know, I was featured in National Geographic, a business <laughs> insider. And I think, you know, it's just very much, you know, deserved. And I Thank am so you. glad to hear about the growth of your business and the direction it's heading. So I'll share all of this information um, online when we you know, publish the episode as well. So, thank you so thank much. You. I so appreciate it. It's like, it's amazing. It's interviews like these that help me stay in touch with my people. Oh, well, we can chat anytime and I promise <laughs> not to record them all so we can get real. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Christine. Thank I hope you have a wonderful, it's probably nighttime where you are now, right? Yes. It's just a quarter past eight and I'm sorry for the messengers. It's my, my little one who is refusing to go to bed at home. So it's fun. <laughs> Not my no problem. worries. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. No, um, I will let you go, you know, send her a message back saying go to bed. <laughs> yes. I no, it's totally. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you want to learn better branding and communication skills or more about this podcast, please visit www.candidlyerin.com or just say the word podcast.com. You can also find me everywhere on social media at Candidly Aaron, and make sure to use the hashtag just say the word in your social media posts so I can see your stories of resilience, transformation, and lessons learned because your story matters. Remember, your story is your legacy. Everybody has a story and the world should hear yours. <laughs>